Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, hello. You are listening to the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Elisa, and today it is Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. You've got me solo on the mic today, and I gotta tell ya, I gotta tell ya, there is a lot going on in my brain, my mind, my emotions, my body, a lot. A lot of things processing. In today's episode, we are going to break down a belief that is 100% indoctrinated into us by hustle culture. Hustle culture. Yeah, it's a big one. And this belief most likely has you looping in some very unconscious and convincing ideologies of how to live your life and be happy and successful checking off all the boxes all right the, the 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 pursuit of happiness okay and i'm gonna get into that in just a second but i also wanted to share how this ideology sort of came um came to me became more clear um and it has done this in the past week um in in, in dramatic drastic ways so to start, <laughs> for the past five days, Michael and I have been living without power. There was a massive storm that uh, ripped through my area on Saturday. I live in Ottawa, Canada. Um, I know a, a huge part of this region was affected by this storm. It was a very, very intense windstorm. There's actually a name for it. It's called a Dureco. Now, I know some people in the U.S., like Texas area, like people that are in high storm areas, they totally know what a Dureco is. This is the first time I have ever even heard that name before. Um, and it it left somewhere in the range of 650 miles or 1,000 kilometers of damage. There were tornadoes. There were hurricane force winds. My, there were homes destroyed. I think 10 people died, unfortunately. And uh, I I was home alone when it hit. I grabbed the cats. We hid in the basement. Um, and I thought, I thought a tornado took our roof off. I'm not going to lie. The, the wind and what was happening outside, I can't be sure, but it was so loud and it was so strong that the house was shaking like I was in the basement the 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 ground was shaking um it was straight out of a horror movie and I would have sworn that half my roof was gone or like my house was taken or something needless to say everyone's safe my house actually had no damage however we basically lost everything that was outside in our yard including our 20-foot trailer which was um blown about 80 feet um, into a ditch into our ditch Um, our patio furniture anything outside um, we're still actually finding stuff in farmer's field it was scattered up to a kilometer away 
However, I will say that despite not having power or water for five days now, hopefully it comes on soon, and despite going through all of that intensity, I feel extremely lucky. And no, I'm not minimizing or gaslighting myself. It was just really freaking scary. And it kind of put me in check a little bit, you know? It brought me back into the present moment. I really had a check, stop, holy shit. I need to reevaluate my values and my goals and my life choices here. Like I was, I was rattled and really taken back. And I wanted to briefly tell you about this storm because in so many ways, this was an absolute fucking devastation. However, in processing my fears and my initial gut reaction and my instinct and the aftermath of like a traumatic experience, I think it's important to share some of those immediate lessons while they're fresh. I mean, I can't even tell you how many people um, after going through something crazy or fearful or traumatic or hurt or they get hurt um, or there's like an energy exchange, a negative energy exchange, they ask me, what is the lesson? Why me? What am I supposed to learn from this? Tell me <laughs> something like that. OK, like I can't even tell you how many times people ask me that. And the answer is that it's going to be different for everyone. There are 8 billion people on this earth. If all of us went through the exact same experience, there would be 8 billion different versions of what happened and 8 billion different responses. Look, we just look what we just went through. We just went through two years of collective trauma. Look how many different stories and versions of the experience there are. It would be impossible for anyone else to tell you what it is you are being taught because the lessons come from a very personal collection of your experiences and from the lens in which you have been taught to see the world. So what did I learn? in the moments, in the stillness that followed the storm. It was a a literal storm, okay? Sometimes we have figurative, mental, or emotional storms within us. This was an outside storm that reminded me of what matters. And I'll tell you, it's not my stuff. It's not the shit that, that got destroyed. It's not hustling every day and working hard and posturing and being right and and battling this idea of being superior when I feel inferior. What matters to me most, and I'm speaking from the aftermath of this experience, is my connection to love, to truth, and to mother nature, to this earth. These are the things my soul is craving at the deepest level, connection to those things. And yes, I realize mother nature just wreaked havoc on the earth. She does that every day, this is the way. 
So I'm going to expand on this experience and tap into, um, you know, the connection to your values and connecting to your truth more in a, in a future episode. And I'm going to do that because I'm still processing my thoughts on this. All right. But however, I wanted to just segue into one of the lessons that's become super prevalent to me, um, outside of this, because I do need to process this experience. I'm still sitting with a ton of emotions and energy in my body. In fact, it was crazy. Oh my God. Last night was the first night in four nights that I actually slept more than four hours. Um, I had so much adrenaline pumping through my veins. I've never had that much in my life. I was wired. Like after the wind passed or the storm passed my house, I was wired for like four or five hours. Just completely crazy. I actually, (laughs) I drank four shots of vodka in under 30 minutes in an attempt to like calm my nerves because they were just like, raging. And, um, I did not feel, I had six shots of vodka and I didn't feel one single symptom of drunkness at all, period. Nothing. All right. Normally I would be totally hammered. All right. I just, I can't believe I just told you guys that, (laughs) but it happened. It was just so intense. There was so much energy. Anyways, you know, like when something crazy happens and your heart's racing and you're like, Oh shit. Well, that like that happened, but it was times a thousand for me. It's such an interesting experience. Anyhow, the bottom line is when I, after that happened, I think the lesson for me in the moment was that a conditioned veil that was covering my eyes was sort of lifted. And it was enough for me to see a very specific lesson that I know many, many women will resonate with. And men, of course, became very clear. And I want to share that with you today. So in this episode, I'm going to break down a belief that has dominated my life, controlled me, and most likely you as well, relentlessly. And one that I believe is written, uh, wait, or should I say um, intertwined within our culture so deeply that most people don't even think about it anymore. You don't even know it controls your every decision. It just lives deep in the subconscious and shows itself in everything we do. This is a belief I have personally been breaking down, unwinding, unlearning, detaching from since the beginning of my intuitive awareness journey. And when things like this happen, it it just... I re- it really came full circle and I was I peeled away another layer um, of the fog, okay? As I go deeper into my own indoctrination and 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 ra- unraveling some of those layers, I I have very much come to the belief that working hard does not guarantee success right? Working hard does not guarantee that you will be successful. That whole American dream thing, if you just do everything that everyone says, you're going to be happy and successful. That, that is a dream, all right? Hustling, putting in the time, doing the work, grinding at your job, whatever your job is, does not mean you will be successful, period, hard stop. Look, I get it. Hustle culture is one 
of the dominating narratives across social media, and it's even written in our domestication, which is that reward punishment system that we all grew up in, all right? So I can understand why you might feel like you won't be successful unless you work harder. Plus, there are millions, zillions, <laughs> billions, whatever, what's higher than a zillion gurus out there that are telling you to work and hustle your ass off, right? They're everywhere. Some of my favorite teachers even do this all the time. I have done this all the time. I, and here's the thing, I identify as a hard worker. I identify as a disciplined hard worker. So these narratives do make me feel good about myself because I'm like, oh, well, I'm a hard worker. That means I'm going to be successful. That means I'm going to get the life that I want, whatever. Yep, keep grinding, Elisa. Keep hustling your ass off. One day you will make it. You will be successful. That's that's the program. It's running in like deep within me. And this goes in for all forms of work. But today I wanna focus on not just hustling to make money and buy the things and have the house and have like get, get the stuff, okay? But I want, I also wanna point this out within the work we do for our personal growth, all right? So that the mindfulness work And you've all likely heard that in order to grow and be your best self, you have to do the work. You know, for the first half of the Elise Unfiltered podcast, that's all I asked. I asked that to every single guest. Those of you that have been listening to the show, I always used to ask, what is the work? What is the work that you're doing? Tell me. And every single guest, every single expert that I've ever brought on the show brings a different perspective of what the work actually is. All right. I am going to debunk the shit out of that today, because let me ask you this. If working hard guarantees success, then everyone who worked hard would be successful, right? Or let me put it this way. Has there ever been a time where you worked really hard for something and didn't end up with the result you wanted? long-term. I'm willing to bet that the answer is, yeah, you have worked really hard and you didn't get what you thought. It wasn't what you thought. It's happened to me so many times. And where I go afterwards, and this might be you as well, is into that narrative of failure. I didn't do it. It didn't happen for me. Why me? What's the lesson? All right. The if you work hard, you will be successful narrative is a setup for failure, for unnecessary adversity and blame and this cycle, okay? It keeps you looping in that reward, punishment, domesticated program. And that can be applied to everything really. Let's take a garden. Okay, I'm actually going to plant my garden this afternoon. Woo! I'm so excited. Uh, I have everything ready, and um, I could plant my garden in the desert and work really, really, really hard to make that garden be successful, 
to water it, fertilize it, protect it from the sun, from the wind, from the sand. But will I get a lush, fruitful garden? Will I have success? You see, it doesn't always matter how you are working, what the work is. It doesn't even matter what kind of work you think you need to be doing because of course everyone is just doing what they're told or what resonates or following the footsteps of another or how they got successful, right? It's, but isn't it more important to focus on the quality of the work, the passion behind the work and making course corrections in the work, having some awareness, thinking critically. You know, I'm not suggesting to avoid work here. No way. Work is important. Hard work is important. Facing adversity is important. All of that stuff, failure, all of it's really important, especially for our wellness, right? Working hard is important in the detaching from cultural conditioning and our indoctrinated beliefs. It takes hard work to do that. It takes hard work to change. Hard work isn't a bad thing here, but it does not guarantee you will be successful. In addition, how hard do you need to work before you've worked hard enough? Have you ever thought of that? Do you know the answer? At what point is the hard work done? When can you stop? It most likely will never be enough because it's the unconscious belief that you always need to be doing more, even if the more isn't even pushing the needle anywhere. It's that belief that is controlling you deep down. That's why hustle culture is a trap that millions of people are trapped in. They're looping, repeating. I was one of them. I was hustling. Maybe having some success, thinking, I've made it, I have grown. Success! (laughs) But then, that goes away, and what are you left with? It's the idea that you need to work hard again in order to get that feeling back, all right? And the world supports it, the media supports it, you support it. In fact, most people will work their butts off and have nothing to show for it, but they still support that belief. That's how deep it's buried in you. Think about that for a second. And now I want to I want you to ask yourself, what do all successful people do? What do they actually do? What do they have in common? Sure, a hard work ethic is part of the equation. It's a sliver of the pie. And I know that that's most likely the first answer that came to your mind, right? Like, oh, well, they they worked hard. (laughs) But here's the catch. Every single successful person has one thing in common. It's the right mindset. So how do you get the right mindset? (laughs) Interesting interesting question. Well, you start with going deeper into the ways you've been domesticated to think. You start by paying attention to the ways your deep-seated beliefs are controlling you. You become the non-judgmental observer of your life. You see, the most successful people in the world don't just wake up and grind. I am sure 
They've all actually tried that. Most people have tried that and failed. Most successful people have tried the grind, have gone through the grind. They've burnt out. They've hit rock bottom. All right. Okay. And then evolved. The most successful people go deeper. They usually learned the lesson the hard way and then shifted the way they do things. They shifted away from repeating what they've done in the past because you know that in order to get a different result, something must be different. And I guarantee that those people have missed the bullseye many, many times. (laughs) And I mean, as a high achiever myself, I looped in hard work ideology for most of my life. It's deep in me. And when I fail, I didn't, I did the uh, proverbial get up, dust yourself off and try again method a million freaking times. If you first don't succeed, try, try again. If at first you don't succeed, try and try again. Or what, what's that quote? Something like that. Wrong. <laughs> Intuitive awareness, being aware Observing the things I have learned, where I've learned them, how I've learned them, has taught me that if at first you don't succeed, sit with it, feel it, think critically about what worked and what didn't. Ask yourself why you did those things. Was it because someone else told you? Did you go against the way you felt? Did you follow your intuition? Are you doing work that doesn't feel right? You know, those types of things. If at first you don't succeed, try something different, okay? It doesn't work. (laughs) Ask yourself, what is keeping you from getting to where you want to be? This is actually one of the first questions that I ask people when they work with me or when we have um, calls to see if they want to come into the program. If there was one big thing standing in your way, getting you, stopping you from where you are to getting you to where you wanna be, what is it? And I'll tell you, not one single person has ever said, I need to work harder. Not one. They say things like, I get in my own way. I keep self-sabotaging. I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't wanna fail. I have no confidence. I lack discipline. I love food. I can't stop eating. I don't know what to do and I feel inadequate. I feel stupid. I'm not like everyone else. I'm scared. I have too much anxiety. I don't have support system. I'm not creative. There's all, there's all sorts of things standing in people's way. What I'm trying to say is that success and feeling successful does not come from working harder. It comes from going beneath the surface and shifting the invisible elements in your life that will steer you in a different direction. Now, these invisible elements are the key to a fulfilling life. And successful people know this. They understand this. They think differently than others. They go against the conditioned mind and rise above their own limitations by thinking critically about them. Think about it this way. When you look at someone who's successful, in your life. You can feel that they're vibrating at a different vibration than you are. You can see, you almost like put them on a pedestal, for example. Like just to think, just think about that. When you see someone's, oh, they're way up there. 
and I'm way down here. No, they're not. They have just shifted the way that they see the world. All right. Intuitive awareness is the unpopular option. However, everyone who practices it and reaches that level four, level five, there are five levels of intuitive awareness. Those are the people who are the most fulfilled, the most present, the most connected to love, their truth, and a connection to the earth. They are soulful. And this isn't about money. Success is about fulfillment of some sort. It's about fulfilling your your desires and your needs and what you value and staying connected to those things. Love, truth, earth. And hustle culture does one thing really, really well. It disconnects you from those three things. Hustle culture has convinced you that your ego is is right that needs to it needs to be fulfilled that the thinking mind has the answers all right but the thinking mind cannot know what has never been taught you can't think your way to something new because the ego can only repeat narratives the ego knows old patterns and repeats them that's why you get stuck in the loop because you live in ego all right this isn't a bad thing and this is what most people do it's, the, it's those that can shift away from that and start to tap into their intuition and become aware of the egoic narratives, all right? Because the ego will do everything in its power to make it impossible for you to ignore the call of the well-paved road and look for new solutions. You love the well-paved road. All right. Without awareness, everything that happens to you is unconscious. It's automated. We're in our automations and you'll continue to loop and repeat and attract all the same ideas, the same people, the same red flags in your life. So let me ask you this. Do you want to keep working really hard and have nothing to show for it? Or would you rather focus on paying attention to your life through intuitive awareness so you can begin to make powerful changes just like every successful person has? If you're ready to break free from the loops on a level that most people can't, I want you to go and give me a follow on Instagram. Okay, my handle is at Elisa Curry Lowitz. In the coming months, Weeks, weeks, and months, I'm going to be hosting free webinars, trainings, and offering a lot of content around this. All right. In the meantime, I want you to head over to elisaunfilteredcoaching.com. That's elisaunfilteredcoaching.com and take the intuitive awareness quiz. This is a comprehensive quiz that's going to give you a good indication of where you're well. Oh, of whether your awareness level is hindering you or helping your growth. Sound good? It's super fun. It will give you just a really clear idea of how aware you are, really. Okay? Okay. Whew. I'm sitting a little taller here. That felt good to get that off my chest. I think we're not done here with this. We need to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep processing. Um, 
And, and that was fun. <laughs> Still so much to process for me. I'm going to continue to do that for the next little bit and unraveling my own shit so that uh, I, can, I can become even more free from that idea. Because I don't, I, I work hard. I'm no longer hustling and grinding and blowing myself up trying to be something. I, I really know who I am. And I, and I love that disconnect, that detachment from the idea that I need to be doing more so that I can be accepted and people will like me and see me as being successful. What a gift. What a gift. And I'm going to keep going deeper and deeper. And I encourage you to do the same. As always, I am here for you. You are part of this growing community and together we are going to keep doing things differently and raising our vibrations. Sound good? <laughs> good. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. If you haven't done so yet, I'd love for you to share the love and head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify and give the show a five-star rating. I'll give you bonus points for leaving a written review. And if you're looking for more, head over to elisaunfiltered.com for show notes and all the links to all things Elisa Unfiltered. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time. <laughs>